0: we
1: Back again with Brother Neil Frazier. I just want to say before we start, we had some serious technical issues with the buffering of the internet, which did not allow me to forward over to this particular platform the illustrations that he had to show during his dialogue with us. What I can do uh, afterward on landscurve.com on this particular post on lansker.com i will take those uh, images uh before the night is over and i'll have them all below of the images that he spoke on so even as you speak of the images we won't see them during the live broadcast but you'll see them uh in in numer you know chronological order on lansker.com under the post that geopolitical chess, immigration and reparations, jungle politics, the one that's there. But if you wait too long, we do so much work here, it'll scroll down. So we'll, we'll make sure to have that through, and I, and I apologize, but there recently have been a lot of uh, mishaps on a technical level, and for some reason, if I happen to fall off, Brother Neil, I'll be back on on my uh-huh. phone. So we got to be ready. This program is set up in the cloud, so you won't fall off. And um,
2: Okay, great.
1: So Everything seems to be going smooth right now. We just um had to make those changes and the reason why I didn't have the graphics is because my Facebook Messenger that you send it on, mm-hmm. I didn't see any messages there from the first of January. But earlier I saw it and that and they're gone. And it wouldn't open up. So not to start the show, it's not a negative note, it's just to be informative let you know that sometimes there are obstacles and sometimes this one here did not make any sense, but we're still going to move on forward anyway. And I'm glad to be back here with you. Like I said, two days ago, it was last Monday. This week went by so fast. (laughs) But (laughs) It's a good thing because we can look forward to some quality content, information done and presented in a good spirit. And that's the main thing. You don't have the spirit of arrogance. You're not condescending. You're a brilliant man, and I thank you for, you know, sharing your presence with us. I'm not pouring it on too thick, but too many times in this life, you know, we don't tell the people that we love and that add on to our uh, existence and that send us enough while they're here. It could be me. It could be you. One day, unfortunately, you may hear about me or I may hear about you, but while we're mm-hmm. both here together, I want to always give you your props because you're right on point with everything that you do and our lives are better because you're in them. Thank you so much. The floor is yours, well,
2: brother. Yeah. Well, thank you, brother Lance, always uh, for the kind words. And uh, you know, it's, it's important for us to remember. And, and I agree with you that um, when a, when a person is no longer around in your cloud or in your space, then, you know, sometimes you have regrets about, Wow, I wish I would have said this. Or I wish I would have done that. And so, yeah, you're spot on. That's something that I try to do myself. And I just want to say, uh, again, as always, that, uh, I'm very, uh, grateful to be able to be on your platform to share with you. And, uh, I want to greet everyone, uh, in the family. And, you know, we, we as a people, we're facing a lot of different obstacles um on a daily basis and sometimes uh we get so caught up into things that happen here you know and with our own lives until we fail to see the big picture um and the people that it affects the most are our children so um today we're going to deal with the subject that I know is very important to black people because it's affecting um, us in some of our major cities. But we're gonna get to the, the heart of this whole situation, why it exists, how, how it actually uh, came into manifestation and what we are gonna do about it. Um, again, one of the main things that we have to focus on is now this new multicultural environment that our children are growing up in that will change everything from the way that we know it now. So as Lance said, the uh, name of the show today is a uh, geopolitical chess, immigration and reparations which is actually jungle politics. Uh so we have 12 subjects we're going to go through real quickly or maybe not so quickly but uh again we're going to shed some light on this subject and look at it from a different perspective so we can have a full understanding and comprehension of what we are facing. Um number 1 we're going to talk about the global capitalists, the corporations. Um they are the ones that caused the collapse of the uh, Central American economy. Uh, this was orchestrated intentionally uh, by using something called uh, hyperinflation. And, and in this case, we're talking about runaway hyperinflation. Uh, this was orchestrated uh, just like they did in the motherland where back in the 70s and 80s, the major oil corporations of the United States pretty much began sucking the Central and South American countries dry. Uh, We're also gonna talk about the replacement players. Um, The people that are immigrating to this country are like replacement players because the, the system is not going to change it's constantly looking for you know the peasant serf type of environment to establish in order to continue the greed and the profits that they live off unjustly um, some of the characteristics that the immigrants have that will allow them to be replacement players And why this was intentionally set up is, number one, they're very religious. They're just as religious as black folks. Okay. Um, The other thing is that they will increase corporate profits because, let's face it, they'll work for slave wages. They'll work for wages that you and I and others are not going to work for. Um, but one of the, one of the big things and one of the big reasons why this is being done almost like an invasion is because many of them do not comprehend the English language, particularly synonyms, antonyms, and homonyms. And so there's a lot of confusion in terms of them dealing with english-speaking people in english situations and in any region of the country that they go to um because we know as americans the vernacular uh for different people depends on the region of the country they either grew up in or that they're living in um also they are the new stock market. Okay. They are the new investments. Uh, so our social security number and our um, birth certificate are security bonds for the government. Um, secret bank accounts are set up on all U.S. citizens. This was done in 1933 when the United States had to declare bankruptcy. And as payment. For this huge debt, all Americans, okay, were, were used as separate accounts. Each American that has a social security number and a uh, birth certificate. Now, why is this important? Because the hundreds of thousands of Im- immigrants that are coming to this country now, they have new accounts, okay, that they can trade on the stock market. And that they can make new investments from just by them being here in this country. Uh, we're going to talk about jungle po- politics, survival of the fittest, where they're creating cultural conflict. Okay, this is by design. Um, then we're talking about the nature of fiat being exposed, which is the spirit of competition that set up again to create cultural conflict and survival of the fittest Um, because certainly we see that many of the cities where the immigrants are going they are hanging on by a thread okay and the the real purpose is to collapse uh, these economies so that they can use the same playbook of plantation politics where the people at the bottom will be competing for the little crumbs that fall off the table. Um, Also, they're going to use this as an excuse not to pay reparations because the truth being told is that now that they have the replacement players, they feel like, okay, well, we've used you, we've gotten what we need from you, so we no longer have an obligation to you and your children. I'm also going to talk about how we went from pyramids to projects. Okay, mainly the mindset reversal. Um, hate is the new narrative. Okay, hate your neighbor, not love your neighbor. This is the Babylonian reality and religious deception or or scriptural deception where people are being told or preached to about love when in reality the seeds that are manifested are all hate. Because um, greed is America's real God. So if that means stepping over you to get it or anyone that looked like you, guess what's going to happen? Also, we're going to talk about the fact that they've created this desperation. okay, by creating instability. And chaos. And, And why is this done? Because of the prison industrial complex. In which they intend to incarcerate more black and brown men. And now we have the new ghettos that are forming. Okay. Latin America in the United States is it's the poverty playbook. This is the playbook that they have always used, they will continue to use, because like the old adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And this is the way that the system operates. You know, like they say, there's nothing new under the sun. You're just replacing people, you know, in each stage of manifestation. Um, but we have to remember, as uh, Dr. John Henry Clark always reminded us, that we have no friends. And if you don't know what that means, that means that you, as black people, are on your own. Because the people that are coming to this country, they have been conditioned, okay, by design, even in the countries they come from, that that black people are bad. And that we are, you know, the, the ones that create crime. So all of these negative things are being told to people who have no idea what the real situation is but because they listen to the narratives they look at the same CNN and other news that we do so um, you know they're given some extra sauce you know to really put black people in a bad light and and we'll talk about that in a minute but this is a form of uh, social upheaval okay almost like uh, gentrification in, in that sense. And this is the big, the big reset for 2024 that black people are not aware of. Okay, so we must recognize what time it is and become proactive. Um, <clears throat> then we have the neo-colonialism, which is the use of economic, political, cultural, or pressure to control or influence other countries, especially former dependencies. So these former countries in Central America and South America who were dependent on America because the corporations actually put them in that situation is the same playbook as the motherland and here and more importantly if you remain in your current mindset in 2024 you will be neutralized and incapacitated now let's talk about how how we got to this point let's let's talk about how this whole immigration crisis thing happened all right as i was mentioning earlier there there is a a term in economics called hyper uh inflation okay and this is used by the capitalists um to to dictate the flow of a country okay if you you read this book the economic hitman um it goes into uh some of this but we know uh, we're going to look at some statistics that a lot of this stuff is plan- just like What's happening now in 2024 was planned 20, 30 years ago. Okay, so we know that the Nixon administration um, basically sold the American people out to China in 71. Well, during that same time in the 70s and 80s is when they began to destabilize by taking all the resources and causing this hyperinflation to rise. Okay, so this was a plan to destabilize Central and South America because they have always looked for a way to replace you. Okay, and these numbers are really staggering when you look at it. Uh, the average Central American country experiences a uh, 50% inflation each month. Uh, take Argentina. 100% inflation is what really destabilized that country. Okay. Uh, Venezuela. Now, as hard as these numbers are to believe, this is, this is the reason why we see hundreds and thousands of people coming to this country. Um, Venezuela has an inflation, hyperinflation rate of 249%. Now, to give you some perspective about this, what, could, what is considered a high inflation rate here is 5%. So you're you kind of starting to get the picture now. And this is considered a high inflation rate, 5% but when we look at central american countries at uh uh 124% like argentina and venezuela at 249%. now you're talking about a situation where 50% of the people from these countries are living in abject poverty. okay. now how did this come about? 44 billion dollars was given to Argentina by the IMF and this caused a ripple effect because once they begin to American corporations begin to divest their interest in them after taking all the resources what they needed, the same playbook, um, then you know they basically left them high and dry. And and then that caused a sixteen billion dollar legal tab that they owe to the US because they were unable to pay their debts and the US is in lockstep with the IMF. So on an average the average inflation every month is thirty between thirty eight point nine and fifty percent in Latin American countries okay to give you some more perspective the current US inflation rate is three point one four percent so again when you look at a country like Venezuela two hundred and forty nine percent hyperinflation because we know the fiat has no value this is a perfect example this is what they're planning to do to you is that you know this fiat has no value. So it causes this type of hyperinflation. 124%. 249%. This is why people are forced out of their countries. Okay? And this is by design. It's not because of no gangs and none of that. Of course, debt exists In every society, but that is not the fundamental reason why hundreds of thousands of people are immigrating from these Central American and South American countries. Okay, it is strictly economics. So, in other words, every dollar they have is worth about two cents. If you want to get a real perspective on that, okay, and also they deflated the value of the peso as well now um the other thing that's happening the social aspect of this or the social economic aspect of this is that uh it's going to cause a clash of cultures okay and this is the new form of the destruction of black civilization how and why Because now, it's going to be black versus brown. As I said, the peasants and the serfs, okay, that are at the lowest level of this economic hierarchy. And the ones who, here's the other thing too, and I said this in uh, another video, that is it just by coincidence That the two most religious cultures in the Americas, which is black people and brown people, are at the bottom of the economic ladder. When the two cultures that don't practice this religion, the Asians and the East Indians are at the top along with the whites. That's something to think about. The other thing that's going to happen, okay, they're going to use the weapons they're going to use, they're going to use unemployment, okay? That is going to be a major um, situation facing our children um, coming up. Because, again, the wages that we need to live by here, the people coming to this country, because they have been under this clinic, social clinical experiment, socioeconomic experiment for decades, they are now immune to that. So if you can imagine the average person living off of $10 a week, well, they come here and they can make $250, $300 a week by working for 5 or $6 an hour. That's a no brainer. So it's just like when you have a rat in in a lab and you condition them a certain way, then the rat is not going to want to get shocked anymore. So it's going to be, you know, subject to your will. Uh, Also, the prison industrial complex is going to increase. Okay. This is what I mean by the new stock market. These private prisons are on the stock market. How wise is this going to happen? Because there's going to be an increase in burglaries. Black men are not going to have any jobs. I'm not making any excuses for anyone. I'm just telling the reality of it. There's going to be an increase in robberies. There's going to be an increase in carjackings. And we've seen this play out in our um, communities Decade after decade where black men are standing on the corner. No one is hiring them. And even if they go to try to get hired, they're going to be discriminated against because I did an employment uh, study myself for six months. And you cannot go directly to any employer now. You have to go through these agencies who know when you're, when a black person is applying for a job. Okay. They, they, the artificial intelligence has already, uh, given you a profile. So they know this. So they don't have to do it in your face anymore. They can do it behind your back and you don't know who it is. Um, the other thing that's going to happen is the housing crash. Okay, and this is the manufacturing of homelessness and the coming food crisis. You know, any day I can go out here, I can see people digging in the trash can. They want to say people have mental health problems. Yeah, they do. Because if you're on the street for any length of time, you're going to develop certain psychological issues. And when you're hungry, you don't care where the food is coming from. You're just trying to get it. And so if it's in a garbage can and you're hungry, guess what? You're going to go in that garbage can. But you're going to see more and more Americans, particularly black Americans, because, of course, when America has a cold, we get the flu. Okay, you're going to see more and more black Americans in these conditions where they're manufacturing homelessness Uh, on a massive scale and uh, one of the things that is happening here now is when you go to buy eggs now they're saying (laughs) that the hens have the flu so there's a shortage of eggs wherever you go to try to buy them so you you can imagine what's going to happen as a result of that eggs are going to start now being ten dollars You know, for 12 eggs, a dozen of eggs. And and this is, see, what most people don't know is these uh, retail stores, they can mark up something as high as they want. There is no ceiling, okay? And this is what's going to start happening, okay? It's happening now. We're just not fully aware of it. Also, um the fiat conspiracy okay hustling for peanuts where you're going to see more and more black men out here well we've always had to hustle to survive but now you're going to see different extremes of this because now you're going to have the immigrants that are coming here they're forced to do the same thing and when you're talking about jungle politics you're talking about survival of the fittest and the people who you see as the biggest threat to your survival again setting up the black and brown cultural conflict that is who you're going to have the biggest problem with okay and this is going to set up a turf war between black and brown cultures you can see this you you can you can see it on the internet where they have already begun to play this game. Uh, many of these people are, are you know, they're not, try- no matter what they're being labeled as, many of them, just just like the great migration that we talked about with black people, and also uh, when we talked about the Indian Removal Act, many of them are seeking a better quality of life, because no one wants to live in this world and have no hope, particularly for their children. That is a bad situation to be in. And black folks, more than anybody, know this. However, okay, however, we cannot allow the country to be invaded without any type of anything in place to stop this because again they're going to come to the black community they're not going to go to the suburbs okay and and if they do there's going to be a big outcry I saw something on the TV the other day so you see this this jungle politics is set up where they're pulling the strings where they Are putting black and brown people who are at the lowest in the totem pole against each other through cultural wars. And then we have the skin game. Okay. Where you have white versus black, brown versus black, black versus black, yellow versus black. And we have the hidden science of genetics which is at the root of this okay but we know that this is low vibratory behavior or caterpillar behavior because you cannot operate a system that keeps people in a perpetual state of poverty or plantation politics or jungle politics Um. Without, you know, using all of these different different weapons, almost like the Willie Lynch um, theory, okay, when they use all these of these different weapons against you in order to keep you in perpetual debt and poverty. So one of the things that, before we get back into the text, that I want to talk about because it just seems like for some reason we have taken our eyes off of our children they're going to be the ones that are going to suffer the most as i said earlier in this new multicultural reality so let's talk about the future vision for black children in this new multicultural reality because believe it or not our children can be our salvation okay they can be if we take some specific steps right now to make sure we change the direction we've been going in and make sure we set a new course a new path for them Uh, and again I want to remind people that you know we are a black think tank so we focus on the issues that affect our people. So, you know, if if you got a problem with that, I'm sorry for you. Um, because they have think tanks set up all over the world. Okay, for people, European people to deal with their issues. They have think tanks for every group in the United States that deals with their issues. So this is this is something that's very important for us to now focus on. We can't worry about what's going on with other people because those people are not worried about what's going on with us. OK, so what's going to happen to, what's the future vision for Black children in this new multicultural reality? Um, The number one thing is that you or we cannot continue to use the developmental psychology of white children, okay, to teach black children. Uh, This is the number one issue facing the future education of our children. I'll say this again. We cannot continue to use the developmental psychology of white children okay to teach black children okay and this is the number one issue that we're facing in the future education of our children why the reason why we can't do this is because the genetic biological and cultural history of a child is present in their psychological uh, growth and development, um, and being an American means something different, okay, to to black children and white children. Um, our children's growth and development is unique, okay, and and it's unique because again they carry the complete encoding of our history, and what they call the trauma gene. Okay, and and they cannot be the physical and psychological duplicate of white children. Also, the nutritional, psychological, and cultural experiences of black mothers affects our children tremendously, even in the womb, for various reasons. Okay, Um, but in his book, The Magical Child, Pierce talks about our children one of the uh, graphics that I sent you Lance was uh, the three black children all under the age of 10 that has the highest recorded IQ in the world okay and the thing is is what is this IQ going to be used for we're going to talk about that but um in this book the magical child um Pierce made the the following observation from this study that the natural psychomotor responses are present earlier in black children okay than uh children from all other groups okay so their psychomotor skills are vastly developed at a much quicker rate than children from all other groups. Um, They recognize their names, their parents' names, and the names of objects in their immediate environment almost eight months earlier than other children. So finally, let's talk about education. What, What is the real purpose of education we are still educated to be servants okay and this is something we must change with our children we must prepare the youth to lead and their natural leadership skills have to come to the forefront the problem is what I was explaining earlier that the the psychological uh, growth and development of our children cannot be based on the dominant culture the children from the dominant culture this is what confuses them all right but we measure growth and development by our relationship to our reality not the denial of it and again I I mentioned in one of the videos that uh, studying the work of uh, our two Great psychiatrists, uh France Fanon and uh Dr. Francis Cress Welshing, they both said the same thing that we deny or we turn a blind eye away from our pain and the reality of what we're dealing with. Okay, so I want to make this statement again that we measure growth and development or how mature a person is by our relationship to our reality, and not denial of it. But schools are instruments of your oppression. Why? What is intelligence? This this is what they're not telling you, okay? What is intelligence in relationship to educating your young? It is to maintain your survival economically, socially, and physically. And that intelligence, real intelligence, means to solve your own problems, not someone else's problems. And the future education of our children has to be for solving the problems of black people. Now, this, this is at the heart of, uh, the geopolitical chess that's being played. Okay? Because Let's face it, the immigrants that are coming here, they're going to embrace the system. They're going to embrace the traditions of the system, the religion of the system, and the education of the system. Why? Because this gives them the best chance to assimilate into American society. But we know the pitfalls of assimilation we we know what the outcome of assimilation is so let's go back to um our original text and and what we were talking about in the beginning um, that <clears throat> the jungle politics okay or the survival of the fittest where the spirit of competition is created amongst black and brown people it's by design. This this is the geopolitical chess game that the American government and American corporations play. Okay, where they are creating a cultural conflict, where they're actually shocking black people in major cities. Okay, by the influx of people from another country. And at the same time, telling those people from the, another country that black folks are their, are their enemies. When in fact, the truth of the matter is that their only hope for survival and their children is from the black community. We've seen this play, play it out throughout the history of America. We've seen this with Asian people that have come into our communities and built their wealth on the backs of our people. We've seen this with the Arab people that have come to this country and go directly to the black communities and build their wealth off of the backs of black people. We've seen this with East Indian people where they set up shops in the black community and build their wealth off of this. So we've seen this playbook before. However, this one is different. And this one is different because the people that I mentioned previously, um, they did not depend on the um, the things that the government provide as a safety net for people, for families, okay, whereas the people that are coming here from other countries are putting a major strain on many black communities because we are still in a position where we have to look to corporations and the government as as our saviors. Okay, and this is because you know we, our most of our greatest ancestors have constantly said this to us: "Do for self." Begin to look at building something. Okay, because the day is coming when either they are going to remove this from you, or they're going to do exactly what they're doing now okay in order to destroy black civilization um let's talk about this uh this uh the replacement players as i like to refer to it as again as i was mentioning in the beginning that here you have a people who was raised the same way that black folks were raised okay they have a deep deep abiding uh hope okay in the religion that was given to them as well as to us and so this is a prerequisite of this system Because in many ways, this is a trade-off for you not fighting against the system, almost to make you docile. So they want to make sure that, first of all, um, one of the other pictures that I sent um, where you have the two popes kneeling down um, in front of the picture of the black uh, uh, asset. Okay, and Haru. Okay, because contrary to what we've been taught in this country, that everyone in the hierarchy of religion, particularly in the Vatican and other places, know the real truth. Okay, so just like any place else in the world. Black people are demonized, okay, as a prerequisite in order to have other groups of people or other cultures to look at us a certain way and immediately set up a conflict between Black culture and their culture. And... uh I, I just can see, I can see this game plan that, that they're playing and it, there's a lot of other things involved in this jungle politics, okay, that uh, we're going to see this year that's, that's going to manifest. Um, and again, you know, this survival of the fittest is, they're going to begin to withdraw the things that we depend on. Because trust and believe, as much as black people don't want to face this reality, we are still dependent on other people, okay, to provide our basic necessities. And that is because, again, we do not trade with each other and we do not try to build anything with each other. And this mindset, where I was mentioning from pyramids to projects and the mindset reversal that must take place in order for us to survive economically in 2024 and beyond is that when, when we were building the pyramids, we knew that we were gods and goddesses on the earth. We knew this. So we just manifested the creator-creature spirit here through everything we did. But the project mentality is not just the slums that we live in that uh, a lot of our people were regulated to. And And when I talk about slums, I'm not just talking about the physical aspect of it. I'm talking about the psychological and spiritual aspect of slumhood as well. Because you can if you can take people and put them in a brand new, and I've seen this, housing situation. Okay, brand new houses that are built from the ground up on apartments. And in less than five years, it will be right back to that slum environment that, you know, the majority of people that they put in, the new housing situation came out of. I'm not saying that in a, to be negative. I'm saying this as a reality of the mindset that our people have. Glorifying trash. Okay. We are the only people that glorify trash. Garbage that you're supposed to take out and go, it's supposed to go to a landfill. But somehow, We've gotten in a position, mainly because of fiat, that we, this is the only way that we can see our way forward, is to glorify this wickedness that has us in the position that we're in. So we must begin to now take full responsibility for our behavior, okay, what we give value to, why we give value to this and more importantly as i uh, spoke of earlier that the growth and development of our children has to be reversed okay we cannot go down this same road in 2024 and moving forward the other thing that i've noticed that's being done on the internet is The majority of talking heads that they're putting out in front of people are bashing black culture, okay? And, you know, they have a ready-made rah-rah squad that is going to, and that is co-signing. And and again, all cultures have a a bad 10%, or bad seed. Okay, but the difference is, is that they focus primarily on our worst 10%, okay? And not only that, they have our people highlighting this constantly every single day, all right? So we see this scenario that's set up. Okay, we see this scenario that's set up, and as I was saying in the title, you know, the part that involves reparations for our people now is seriously in trouble. Okay, and and this is one of the other reasons why this immigration was actually forced at this time. Because they have always looked for a way, okay, where they don't have to, or they can justify the fact that they don't owe or won't pay black folks, because they certainly owe. And and let's talk about that for a second. We know that there are over 250 black inventors that have created not just American industries, but global industries that still make billions of dollars from these inventions, even to this day. But we also know that none of these inventors have a corporation that is named after them based on the inventions that they invented. Now, think about that for a minute. So just off of that alone, before we even talk about what our people produce, we're owed something. We're owed reparations for that. But the big thing is, is that, again, the very wealth, economic wealth, and foundation of America, okay, is directly related to what our people produced on the plantations. I don't, I'm I'm willing to debate anybody about that. I was uh, looking at, so in 1860, this was uh, one of the other um, graphics I sent you last. In 1860, the value of each person, each slave, was a thousand, between a thousand to two thousand dollars. Okay. So the value of four million slaves during that time was, uh, four billion dollars, which was more than all the banks. Okay. All the corporations or any other financial institution that existed in America at that time so you were more valuable than any other institution in american history you produce eighty percent of the wealth during that 250 year period that you you know of the free labor or 300 years where um all of this wealth was produced because if you If you look at what that $4 billion in 1860 is worth today, it's astronomical. Okay. So this is money that is, that's just like you going on a job and working on that job for a year and never get paid. But yet the individual or individuals or corporate Rations or companies that you work for are all making a profit during that whole year period that you didn't get paid. That, that is what that's equivalent to. So this whole this whole um, thing about you know the borders being uh, unsecured and all of that, that is by design. Okay, that is by design. The other thing they want to do is. Um, a lot of our people are still dependent on you know on things that are provided from the government so they want to purge the role of black folks and what they're getting rightfully okay that uh they want to replace you in that area so this is the reason one of the major reasons why this is done is because they have always looked for a way not to pay reparations to black people which is the most cruelest thing and you know you look when you look at it this way so how is it that the people who are responsible for the wealth that you enjoy and your descendants <laughs> you don't want to pay them anything okay, because you still don't want black people to rise. This is a fact. We know this. I don't care how much this fake, moralistic and ethical personality that you try to use with people coming from other countries because we know the real deal. Okay, We know the reasons why you do it, and we know the reasons why you will continue to do it. So we're not being snowballed about the game that's being played here now. You know, we have the record. We know that the global capitalists, many of them that are here, right here in this country, are the same people, the same racists, that have always held our people in this social economic condition and this is something they pass down to their children from generation to generation okay and this is why i was making i made the statement earlier that um the growth and development of our children in the future cannot be based on the growth and development of white children because they come from two different worlds. And I believe I, I quoted the uh, Kerner Report from 1964 that uh, made the statement that America is two different countries. Um, you know, separate black and white, separate and unequal. So let's not make any. Um, let, let's not make this mistake in 2024, where we're continuing to kumbaya, whereas we cannot be critical of people when they are deliberately trying to destroy you. You must. You must at all costs reverse your mindset because now no longer is there going to be a a time when people are going to say, okay, well, what about the black community? That day is here. No one is talking about what's going on in black society in a positive way. As I said, everything that you see on the internet, Okay, they are constantly lambasting our people. So in order for us to rise, we must change our mindset, okay, and go back from the projects to the pyramid mindset, not the pyramid to projects, okay? Uh, <clears throat> the new ghettos. Now, believe it or not, the new ghettos are being created right now. Because, again, you have people who are coming to the country that have lived decades, okay, in this uh, position, okay, where they have basically had nothing and had to survive because of jungle politics. Well, black folks know this. Because we have had to do the same thing in this country. But one of the things that I've noticed is that <clears throat> the, the people that are coming here, okay, they seem to have no intentions, okay, to, to, to assimilate into the black culture. They want to live amongst the black people because that's the only place where they can live, but yet they're fighting against our people, tooth and nail, because, again, they have been taught and given this narrative that black people are their enemies, that we're the ones that are competing for the same jobs they're competing for, which is not true, uh, the, the same housing, the same food. Okay, so we see this jungle politics now that has been created. Every day, there are more and more immigrants coming to this country. And it's not going to stop because, again, they have this agenda where um, they want to use now the Social Security number and birth certificates of the people as many of them as they can get as accounts for the U.S. government to use as security bonds to other governments in the world. Because this is how at that level they function on bonds. Okay, so finally just to kind of wrap this up a little bit. I'm not sure what time we got uh, started, but, um, yeah, they're, they're creating, uh, desperation. Uh, I was watching, uh, what was going on in Chicago where, you know, now they want to take away all of the rights of the people, there, Americans. Um, they want to take away all their rights. They want to create, uh, um, and stable. Or unstable environment. They want to create chaos, okay, because what I saw the other day in Chicago is total chaos. And then you don't have any of the so called leaders addressing these issues. So you can just drop people off like they're falling out of the sky. Put them somewhere in tents in the middle of a city, a city the size of Chicago. Leave thousands of people exposed to that cold weather there. And then on top of that, you don't provide a way for the American people that are there, okay, to survive and continue their quality of life this this would never happen in certain zip codes trust and believe that so we're going to have to come to grips the black community is going to have to come to grips with how we're going to approach this situation okay and again you know america is a society where you know they uh we use this scripture love your neighbor as yourself when when in actuality we compete against our neighbors And so this is what causes jealousy, enviousness, and just pure hate. Because no matter what they say to you, there is a natural competition that is set up when people have to compete for the basic necessities of life, food, shelter, and clothing. Okay, and there's going to come a day that they are going to abstract all of this from our communities. And if we're not preparing our children to lead, what does that mean? To lead. To find solutions for your community. Okay. Because the majority of the time, the people that are fortunate enough to get enough fiat, they move out of But black communities. Okay, so this is a reality for our people. There, there is no, there are no major corporations set up in our communities. Whereas we have to go 25, 30 miles away from where we live in order to spend money there, that never trickles back down to our people. So we have to teach our young people this new mindset okay that that this project mentality is going to be the downfall of our people moving forward because again what runs this country is the amount of taxpayers that they have in their base and these new immigrants they're strictly looking at them from that perspective. And with that, brother, I think I'll close today. So uh, it's uh, it's something that, you know, as, as we continue to watch this unfold, um, you know, I, I know a lot of black people have, uh, have different feelings about this because you can see the desperation on the people's faces. And and we as a people, we know this feeling, you know, mm. more than anybody else, we know this feeling. And it's a very conflicting feeling when you see little children being put in cages and people being treated this way. It it, it causes a conflict because black folks have a heart. Okay, I don't care how much you try to be like these people that have taught you this hate. Okay, uh, it's naturally in you. The creative spirit is natural, and creative spirit is naturally in you. You cannot get rid of it. You can deny it, like we often do, but it's there. So we we're gonna have to look at this from the perspective of we got to focus on our survival, okay? And uh, we have a big tradition of helping other people survive and in the end those same people that we help survive once they get out of the crab barrel then they forget about who was responsible for them getting out okay and this is constantly played out with our people you know, and and as I was mentioning earlier, and you look at all the other groups that have built their wealth on the backs of black people and their fiat, um, we see this very plainly. So, I I don't think that um, again, in the heart of hearts of black people, they're not rejecting um, these people because of who they are. They're rejecting them because of the scarcity of the resources that exists in our community, where we know we're barely able to survive ourselves. How in the world are we going to be, you know, the epitaphs for survival for these people? How? Because uh, we live in a universe of abundance. But because of greed and wickedness and pure evil, we know that the um, the uh, inequitable distribution of these resources by man has caused this situation. It is not because the universe is a universe of abundance. And say that again. And here on the planet, we have an abundance of everything we need. But when you take the greed and the evil that exists at the highest levels of not just our government, but our corporate structure, then we know that these the small amount of resources that we do have available now is being threatened. And, and this is the reason why you see black people fighting back against this. Because we know that at the end of the day, the problems that uh, that we see that the um, people coming from other countries are facing is going to fall squarely on the shoulders of black folks. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, you know, brother, it's it's tough when you, like I said. When you're looking at how these people's country was or is being dis- dismantled, you know, and you're talking about 124% of hyperinflation and 249%, well, what that means is you have to pay 8 to $10 for a loaf of bread where you're only making $10 a week. You know, these are the types of things that, unfortunately, because our own people have to be concerned about their survival don't look at, you know, exactly. and, and again, you know, they're, they're using innocent people to do this. Many of right. these people, and, 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 and another thing, the media um, just to kind of, they're always looking for a way to justify their narratives, and just because Trump is calling these uh, people uh, rapists and, and drug dealers and blah, 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 we know that that element exists uh, and they're 10% or what have you. But the majority of these people are just looking for a better way of life. Okay. We know this. They are not responsible for what has happened to their country, what is continuing to happen to their country. Right. Okay. So, um, but when you, now what they're doing is they're showing them on TV, stealing food, begging people in the streets, mainly black people, because that's who they're around, you know, um, doing, you know, things that they need to survive. Because, brother, when you hungry, oh, you're going to do something. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're going to kick somebody dough in? You, you, oh, you're going to do something, bro.
1: That's right.
2: And so and so, this is how they have created these, this jungle uh, politics and young, and uh, survival of the fittest. Right. Because after the first two or three days with no food, even cats and dogs start looking good. You know what sure. I mean. Mm-hmm. Other people start looking good. <laughs> In a different right, way. You, Okay, you get delusional when you get hungry. You right. you talking about them hunger pains? Ain't no joke. If you. And people, if you have ever been hungry, you know what I'm talking about. You will dig in a trash can. You will do whatever you need to do to get some food in your stomach. And and when you're looking at your little children crying, okay, like they used to show us the pictures of the babies in the motherland and in places in India that they're starving for lack of food. We know what has caused that. Okay, the same thing is gonna is gonna be playing out here in America in 2024. You're gonna have these children walking around in the street begging for food like they do in other countries. Okay, stealing. The, a lot of them gonna start carjacking because you know on the East Coast you got the chop shops. You can you can get a car, the hell, on in some of these shop, shop shops, they can uh you can order whatever you need. So yeah, brother, they setting up man, they they are set, and I know you can see this. They they are setting up a situation for black folks, bro, where they're trying to take us down. Now it's the fifteenth round. It's the fifteenth round. You know, and and they're looking at us like, okay, you have survived everything else we've thrown at you. Now, Uh let's see if you're going to survive this invasion we got coming at your ass. Let's see if you're going to survive this invasion. So, again, you know, our people tend to, you know, walk in denial and don't want to look at the reality of things. But we're going to pay a heavy price this time for this behavior, brother. We're going to pay a heavy price and, and it's going to affect our children at a level that we're not used to. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause they're the ones that are out here now having to deal with, uh, the, the children from, you know, all of these other cultures that, uh, you know, it, that they are being x out just like we have always been. So now. They're looking at, okay, how am I going to get this fiat that I need? Yep. So. And
1: and you have to understand, too, which you already do. I'm just saying it as a figure of speech.
2: Yeah, sure.
1: They come from, they come with a hungrier mentality.
2: Yes, Uh, yes.
1: The way you were portrayed in Africa, being hungry with flies around us, that's a big lie. Yeah. Right that is a big
2: lie
1: though. You know they have these huge uh, expensive television uh, camera crews come to ha- go to five star hotels
0: mm-hmm. and they come
1: and they find people that m- may be in a war torn nation where you do mm-hmm. have hunger and everything is on videotape that and play to your your greater good on the inside make you feel guilty so you can donate this right. money where money going yeah. to what I'm saying is and then they set things.
2: themselves up like a savior. Is this when savior? you have, I mean, you're the one so, that created this environment, they, or these conditions, it, and now they come
1: around, they create the problem, and they want to be right. the solution. And right. The it dialectic. Exactly. But and, these yeah. people who suffered because of the inflation in other countries, mm-hmm. they're no different. I know a, a gentleman who many years ago he uh, went to Venezuela he was telling me how his wife is from there. This is a white man. And Uh he was with me. And he was telling me, you know, and we agreed on a lot of things as far as, like, leaving out the country and different things. But now that it's gotten to that, I wonder how he's faring. Now, he was Mm -hmm. a guy who pretty much was into the -the off-the-grid lifestyle. So pretty much he might not touch, you know. But for those in in the bigger cities, like you said, they're trying to wipe us out. We need mm-hmm. to be careful, uh, and what happens when mm-hmm. food goes down? I mean, like okay, those of us in America, many of us have gotten soft. Yes, We've got soft.
2: Yes. And Do you hear about what's going on with the chickens here? Right. You, you no, hear what they're, they're saying? Okay, so there's a shortage of eggs here in California. Oh yeah, yeah, with the eggs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're saying the hens, <laughs> the hens have the flu. Any look? they anything? How how do we know? We ain't got no damn hens. Exactly. No, so how know, do on, we know if they're other
1: fools? On a survival level and a trade level, i will mm-hmm. put that out there. I, I'm soon gonna build a chicken coop, a large one. That's great. For, say, for the sake That's of great. trade, you have eggs. Yeah. You can you know when money is not even you know you can trade. Yes. Exactly. Every day. That's currency. You can barter you got mm-hmm. to you know, mm-hmm. grow your own stuff. You know, grow your own stuff. condo With a great view. And all the people below it in the street, hungry, trying to get at you. And when you get out, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to paint oh, the yeah. rooms they... Things, no. But
2: yeah, that's the reality. Scared. What is wrong really with being prepared? Like, oh, no question. That is great, Lance. Because... You, you look at these uh, movies and these TV series with these zombies walking around. That is, I'm telling you, you can see that here now. Yeah. Where these people walking around like zombies, they got this new drug. It's not even fentanyl. It's, something, it's a flesh-eating drug. Oh, God. I don't know if you heard about it or not. It's here. Have it. Okay, so this drug eats their flesh. And I saw some <laughs> white people... Man, that shit looks creepy,
1: man. See, see, this is a controlled demolition. Many people Mm -hmm. are looking to see where it's going to come from. It's not going to come from any one place. And they're going to make it where the people are turned against each other. So now you have people who are used to being a little more hungry. Yeah. The crumbs that we have in America.
2: And -hmm. they're going to be
1: Buy better because they come from a place where things have been lean, and yes. so we store amenities and fast food restaurants, and going to the mall and blowing this money and blowing that money in our cars and all that stuff. Oh, and they what
2: save money.
1: With that what happens when the inflation hits America the way it's hitting exactly. other places? They're looking at exactly. each other, like they're hungry. In the a yeah. oh, yeah, oh,
2: it's the coming. Yeah, gas is hot. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. The utilities out here is ridiculous, man. It's it's ridiculous. And, and all these you know, billionaires you
1: know, bunkers, you know, underground bunkers mm-hmm. and resigning oh, yeah. from being the Yeah, And they got the money that was worth something. So those of us who don't, how do you have $10,000, $50,000 in the bank when it's not worth anything? You can't eat that. This is what people, <laughs> while you have the money, if you have some,
0: exactly.
1: position yourself in a way where you can eat. Your, your yard is protected. Get some land, and even still, you got to protect yeah. it because they spray stuff over you. So you're gonna have to get a greenhouse oh, yeah. with a environment. Oh yeah, because there's gonna come a time where people are gonna look at grass like, yo, I'm gonna boil some grass and eat it. I'm gonna <laughs> boil <some beans> with <laughs> it.
2: I believe that man. I believe that wholeheartedly. Right. Yeah. I believe that, bro. And, you you know, you you got people that just refuse to look at reality. It's like almost, oh, what can I compare it to? It's like we've been saying this for decades. Like what is it about our people where we don't want to do for self? But then we turn around and blame other people because they're doing for self. We get angry at them. Uh, like I was telling you that one time uh I heard these uh sisters were saying oh no, we're not gonna um buy no food from there because there ain't no black folks working there. I was like oh, I wonder what they're talking about. So I went into <laughs> I went mm-hmm. into the uh the store, the restaurant, and uh it was an Asian restaurant. And, uh, but they had Latino people working in there. And I was like, okay, but see Asian people, you got to give them credit, man. They know how to use the system for their benefit. Okay. And they ain't playing just like everybody else hiring people at the lowest wage that'll work for the lowest wage. They doing it too. The first thing that people do is well, I'm gonna go find some Mexicans to do, you know, X, Y, and Z. Well, now it's gonna be uh, I'm gonna go find some Central American people or South American people to, you know, they can come and do something for twenty dollars that I'd have to pay five hundred dollars to get repaired.
1: Well, see, we're gonna have to become our own Central Americans, South Americans, and Mexicans. We're gonna have to mm-hmm. go the things that we used to pay or pay. We're yes. gonna. Have, the more you do for yourself is the less that you'll be dependent on the system. After you're yourself, away from masses of people that are going to come looking at you when you have food, even to the point where it's going to come to a point where you're going to have to cook your food at night. Because mm-hmm. when they smell it, they're going to come all over your wall <laughs> and try to get it. There's going to come a time where you can have $5,000 on a table and a huge plate of food, and they're going to knock your door down, and they don't want the money because oh. it won't be worth it. They're going to want the food. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean? no oh yeah, no question. Where are we going to get our food? The supermarket? Well, what happens when the supermarket's empty? Where are you going to grow the food? On the sidewalk around the tree? That little four foot area of dry, dead dirt in the urban areas <laughs> around a little tree?
2: You see what I mean? That's why, yeah, that's why they got all of us in living on in the, in the inner city.
1: And, and and they want to have the smart cities and, and, and these cities where everything's convenient and close by, but they control mm-hmm. you because there's stuff in there. You, you don't want to be controlled yeah. that way. Yeah. Like I said, you want to move as far as you can, if you can. I understand it's not for everybody, but can. yeah, the crowds of people getting hungry. And like I said, these w- women walk around with the uh, Brazilian butt lifts, they're not going to look at them sexually. <laughs> That's right. Needs.
0: Man, That's right.
1: See okay. The table. <laughs> nice
2: barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice. laughs> <laughs> the hot sauce. <laughs> hey, And you're gonna start seeing these shootouts in the cities because yep. it's gonna get real serious, bro. This fiat. Once they take this fiat off the table and everything becomes digital, oh, you you gonna see stuff that you ain't never seen. Like that movie, The Purge. Yes, everything is. Uh, it, it is. So, <clears throat> yeah, brother. So, uh, I got to end the show. And yes. uh, yeah, you know, it, it's a uh, it's a situation where I, I I really feel bad for our people, man, in these big cities, because y- you can plainly see what they're doing. And in your home state, I was listening to the mayor the other day, you mm-hmm. know, they're not getting any, uh, the Biden administration don't give a damn about, because, again, they're sending them all to black communities. So, mm-hmm. they don't care. It's part strategic. of their game plan. That's strategic. Huh? That's it's strategic. strategic very Fantastic. strategic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I have a friend of mine who he lives next door to a hotel. He's in the he housing really group. Grew- his mother passed away and left him the house. There was a cement yard there for many decades. They tore that down and built a hotel. And guess the oh, hotel wow. is filled up with these folks. And still, in front of his door, they pile up and sleep in his doorway. Because it's one of those open doorways way back. He has to step over them. And every day he has Get to out out that takes the crap. See? Yeah. See that? Yeah, it's that. Yeah. And then
2: the the oh, drugs that go
1: wow. on, the sale of drugs, the use of drugs, the prostitution, he takes out his garbage at night. There are women there trying to, you know, sell him the wares. The immigrant women, immigrant
2: women? Immigrant women.
1: Huh? Say it again. The immigrant women? The immigrants They with it. This is about five yeah. blocks away from where I grew up. This is five oh, blocks wow. away. On the other side of the Van Wick Expressway. Was over there oh, too. Oh wow! Oh yeah, it's there and it's all over saturated. But people talk about it. You hear about it on the internet, mm-hmm. but they're talk about it in newspapers. But for me to hear a friend of mine who I grew up with and how it's it's a threatening feel too. Like you got to mm-hmm. watch it back now. I mean, it's mm-hmm. New York City. You always watch it back, right? Right, right. right. Yeah. And back in the day, we all knew each other. We all, we had a community. Now it's not that anymore because everything's so commercialized. And yeah. And plopped there yeah, and a little bit of neighborhood and community that's left, it's no more. People are trying to get up out of there because now people have garages. The garages are being broken into. Um, oh
2: wow. You wake
1: up, people your front steps. You come out the grocery store. Don't even go to the ATM. As soon as you put, wow. They Hey, do you have any money?
2: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that, yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
1: little kids sent out the bag, real right girls prostituting older women prostituting
2: exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, so the real wickedness now is being manifested here because these are the seeds that America has planted, and now yeah. you know. Yeah. He said he was in the well, brother, backyard. I gotta get out of here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do your thing, brother. Because uh, you know, I get, I, I talk them ears off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I appreciate you, brother. And, and uh, we, we, it is what it is. We have to deal with what it is now. But yes. um, it, it's going to get worse for our people before it get better, man. That's what it looks like, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm looking forward to. And when we uh, hook up again and connect, brother, you, you yes. take care of yourself. Keep up the great work. Thank you. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and I'll next be talking week. to you again soon.
1: Next week in two days. It'll be next
2: week. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the day, brother. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, brother. You too, brother, you too. man. Okay, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. All right. Peace.
3: Why are we called Negroes? Okay. Why are we dead? some music coming. Blood. I'm going to
1: come back in a few,
2: we're going to talk.
3: Why is everybody making progress, yet we seem to be lagging so far behind? Why are we mistreated? Why are we in this condition, stripped of our name, our language, our culture, our God? and our religion. Here in America, all of our religious training has been gotten by the preacher. He has told us of a heaven way up in the sky that we can't enjoy now, but rather after we die. But all of the years that we are living, for us there's nothing but hell, pain, torture, and misgiving. Yet the Bible speaks of a heaven filled with material luxury, which the white man and the preacher has right here so we see. So my friend, take it for what it's worth. Your heaven and your hell is right here on this earth. So let's check back into history, which rewards all research and tells us plainly that before the white man gained entry to the East, he was living in the caves of Europe, a ravenous beast. Eating juniper roots and eating flesh raw, till God sent Moses to civilize him and teach him the law. Then, following Marco Polo, an explorer, he gained entry into Asia and Africa. From China, he took silk and gunpowder. From India, he took juice, manganese, and rubber. He raped Africa of her diamonds and her gold. From the Mideast, he took barrels of oil untold, raping, robbing, and murdering everything in his past. The whole black world has tasted of the white man's wrath. So my friend, it's not hard to tell, a white man's heaven is a black man's the Nile River, we were living, in luxury, enjoying freedom, justice, and equality. We wore silken robes, was of gold, we were the wealthiest and the wisest people I'm told, now we are the poorest of the poor, nobody wants us at their door, so my friend it's easy to tell. White man heaven, black man hell. When the white man came to America, he told the Indian, I am your white brother. He said, red man, I'll treat you the best. Yet until he pushed the Indian further west. With his white woman and fire water, tricks and lies, he stole America. The original owner of this nation is cooped up on a reservation. So, my friend, it's easy to tell: white man, heaven, black man, hell. Someone to work the land, his back was too weak. He needed you, black man, so he commissioned Sir John Hawkins to commit the
0: worst,
3: most grievous to take a man who's born to be free, and bring him down to slavery sell a man as merchandise, on his body put a price, oh my friend it's easy to sell, white man heaven is a black man hell.
4: The head. I see the things that they do way less than they see a war on the real baby look outside a war on the real
0: baby look out cause this a wall on the real baby look outside a war on the real baby look out cause it's the war on the real baby look outside a war on the real baby look out
4: cause it's the war on the real baby look outside a war on the real baby look out can't be a real i get you cancelled to sister need deep dismantled, copper see like the utmost wanted, it Tryna rule the block but don't know what goes on me News got a story with a new take on me. Carin out the window with the screw face on me. But I know that God love me when my b- burn. 95 degrees and I can't get sunburn. Wonder when your government'll make me legal. Burn the whole city if I can't be equal. And get off my b- please, Brad. I earn that. 400 years, how you still I still ain't learned. I take packs to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take back to the lung, to the stress, to, to, to the head. I see the things that they do way less than they say. Cause
0: it's a war on the real baby, look outside, a war on the real baby, look out. Sky, Cause it's a war on the real baby, look outside, a war on the real baby, look out.
4: Sky, Cause it's a war on the real baby, look outside, a war on the real baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real baby, look outside, a war on the real baby, look out. Shout out to the Chinese young. Tell us middle finger to your honor, in the day, coming down to seconds on the timer, goopy, still trying to purchase that designer, about to buy, learn to grow my own food, cause I don't like the look they give me in the whole food. and when you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready, but it ain't on me now, I'm limp, because my heavy, but ain't sweet, Think we thin. My whole attitude on MC Ring. It's my neighborhood now, Bob. I bought that. 400 years, I just still ain't caught. I it. take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the head. I'm tryna do more for the soul, less for the way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the head. I see the things that they do, way less than they see. Cause it's the war the real, baby, look outside, uh, a war on the real
0: baby look outside a war on the real baby look out cause it's a war on the real baby look outside uh, a war on the real baby look out cause uh, it's a war on the real baby look outside a war on the real baby look out cause it's a war on the real baby look outside a war on the real baby look out. 'Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out. 'Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out. 'Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out.